Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is for the record episode number four. I am your host Sunny David, and today with me I have the very awesome, the very heavy flood of mutiny from Vadodara, Gujarat. They have their debut album called Declamation coming out on the thirteenth of October, and they have two singles out for it already. Well, hey guys. Hello. How are y'all? How are y'all doing? Hey Sunny. <laughs> We're doing good, man. Yeah. Doing good. Thanks for having us. <laughs> all right, guys. I'd like to introduce you all to our audience. So we have today all four members of the band: Rishab, Akshay, Sri Samarth, and Sankalp. Yeah. So, guys, <laughs> new album, first album, debut album. I guess you all are excited, nervous. What? What are the feelings going through you all? What are you thinking at the moment? Excited more than nervous. Yeah. yeah. How long ha- uh, has this all been in the making? The album, you mean? Yes, yeah, the album. Um, <clears throat> so we started out as a band in two thousand ten, right? And right. Uh, the the album, so to say, I mean, we sat down seriously only after two thousand fifteen, I guess. I mean, uh, after our release of the demo EP, right? Uh, which was also called Declamation, but it had only four songs. and then we actually sat down seriously thinking that no 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 let's do this properly let's make it a, a let's make it a good album so let's say around 4 and a half or 5 years or so for this album damn that that's that's actually quite long honestly speaking but uh, i suppose i suppose all of you all are working currently yeah right so it's a it's interest and particularly you uh, sri samarth i believe you're an archaeologist uh-huh Are you a researcher in that? I am doing my PhD right now. Right, so it's it's beyond me how how what how did you all manage everything? Your academics, your work, and your uh, writing and pr- uh, recording the entire album. Uh, I, it it all actually started when we were school kids. I mean, we were in school. That is when we uh, that is when uh, me and Rishab met. Yeah. and then uh, and then that is how we started writing the songs writing the first song actually reason to die and then that is how we slowly started to write the whole album from there after right. but then uh, given the circumstances after in our colleges like uh, rishab moved to jaipur for his college and uh, me and glimpse the uh, old bass player we stayed here in baroda so it was just me sending out samples to rishab and he was there uh, practicing it on drums and writing the parts on the drums and then he used to come here for his holidays and that is how we actually sat down and uh, made the song to what it is today right but it's right. it's it's kind of, it's, it was actually really difficult because we were all in different places and doing different things all right. together so. right so who of you all is the principal songwriter or is it equal contribution from everyone it's sort of an equal contribution in terms of uh, i mean uh, if you if you if you want to know about the lyrics and the first riff which comes out it's generally i write the riffs like right. a base like in basic i like a basic idea and right. then uh, i'll send it to rishab and then he'll make some parts or uh, make a make some sort of drum fills or yeah. some sort of beats and he'll send me over and right. then we'll come down and sit together and then we'll finalize how the song will go so it's not exactly a principal writer sort of a thing so it's it's it happens in bits and pieces and then whatever you listen to is all it all comes together in the jam room only but the lyrics right. come later it's like that 
right makes sense yeah. makes he sense he was the primary guitarist for like 6 and a half 7 years so right. he has been coming up with most of the riffs and most of the ideas most of the structures and right yeah because me and sankal just joined like one and a half one year one and a half years ago right and so before that it was like we have been listening to these these their songs live and head banging to their songs live so for us it was always easy getting right makes sense makes sense so and uh, who of y'all is the kind of the producer who's good with technology and recording and stuff who's that i think yeah. none of us yeah we'll we'll just go to the studio i mean a friend of mine has a studio right. of his own so we'll right. just go there and just sort of sit down and record everything great great talking about lyrics uh, so both of your singles currently uh, those are uh, darkness spills and orafile they have a quite the fantastical theme so is there uh, is, is is it a concept album or is it a compilation of ideas uh, with similar themes what is it it is actually a concept album of the things what you are seeing right now around you uh, right. i mean uh, it's it's all kind of it's actually addressing the social issues at the same time socio political socio cultural or whatever humanity is going through right now uh sometimes the lack of uh, confidence in your own self and then trying to move on all these kind of things like that is what orafail is actually telling you basically orafail you as you know it's an angel and right. who sort of helps you bring joy and all those things yeah right. so he has basically failed me is kind of the thing theme of the song but then if you see the whole album it starts with the song called reason to die goes into seven different songs later so it's kind of a process and the lyric lyrics are also written in that manner to uh suit the need of the album and the theme actually it's kind of right. a theme based or a concept based album right interesting interesting i'm i honestly have uh, been listening to both those singles on loop for the past two weeks ever since we decided to contact her it's been great and we're i'm personally very excited for the <sighs> album man it's 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 I believe it's going to be pretty phenomenal. Thanks man. Listening to your songs, what do you think what do you think or I'd say who are your greatest influences for this album or in music in general in your lives? A lot of us any one of all I I would I would like everyone to talk on this. So like we have uh, grown in metal like so when I when I and Shree met uh, like initially we were a lot into uh, Lamb of God and uh, you know uh, So we used to listen to a lot of Lamb of God. That is how we started listening to it. But eventually, we got more into uh, you know Behemoth, uh, Mayhem, Burzum, Opeth. So going to the black metal scene and going to learning what they are playing and you know uh, exploring more over there. Um, I think for the album itself, uh, like a lot of it is actually inspired by Behemoth. that is how i how i see like at least on my part um and uh, apart from that since all of like me and she both listen to a lot of music apart from our genre so it, it's it's not just uh, that we are listening to metal uh, we also listen to uh, like different subgenres of metal even the uh, new right. prog uh, you know um, the prog generation uh, we listen to them as well and we also listen to Uh, artists which are not in the metal scene. So, um, right. 
the inspiration comes from everywhere it's it's not just that uh, okay this is one source of inspiration and uh, then you're listening to it and then you're trying to recreate something which our artist has already done uh, it's it's more about like um, gaining your experiences from different perspectives and then making your own perspective and then putting it through yeah right so a lot of things uh, that you might notice uh, is like uh, the songs in itself uh, like they do not um you know sound similar in the sense that yeah, yeah. in the sense that they are not exactly the same thing going on in both the songs right definitely so, definitely that's what i noticed and that's why i li- i wanted to know that because even in uh, the song uh, i guess uh, darkness spills there's this time change that it goes to half yeah. time suddenly and it's beautiful honestly it's beautiful so i wanted to know do you have a prog influences that inspire you to make such changes that keep the listener interested or and also keeps the playing enjoyable as i guess it's, it's mostly more uh, like all the artists that we listen to like it's not something which is fixed so uh, so when i'm listening to music i listen to animals lead animals as leaders as well i listen to periphery as well and if if you go uh, back then i listen to king crimson as well so so there is this whole uh, uh, paradigm you know of music that we listen to so uh, it's not something which is like fixed that okay we just want to do yeah. this uh, or we just want to create prog music or we just want to create uh, black metal music but uh, it's it's something which is in between and you know it's evolving so right so uh, what about you sri samath what what have your influences been uh, since the beginning um uh the, let's say it's been coming since the pop times actually basically i discovered this whole english kind of music since i was a kid uh, right maybe when i was in fourth or fifth grade or something like that been uh, starting from michael jackson or abba or all sorts of pop music later to find out uh, about metallica megadeth slayer anthrax testament and all those so my main right. main uh, what do you say main kind of a genre or my go to genre is more like the old school heavy metal to the traditional heavy metal or the thrash metal kind of thing yeah. uh, includes maiden priest thin lizzy venom and all those things uh, and then also black metal at the same time i mean i'm very much influenced by or inspired by so to say by burzum mayhem batushka behemoth uh and cradle of filth and all those demonic resurrection cryptos all those bands uh, i just love them and right the album is actually sort of uh all the ideas what i have or what we have actually gathered listening to all these bands uh, all along these years and right. uh, i'm sure in the early stages it's everybody's linkin park and all all those mutual bands everybody loves that band definitely and, they're the holy yeah, holy yeah. grail of exactly exactly yeah. yeah but if you if you want me to point out one or two bands it's it's kind of difficult but i can do it uh, it's megadeth behemoth and cryptos at the same time right. so it's like my main main go to bands or the source right. of inspiration i would say right what about you akshay you you seem to be a phenomenal player absolutely phenomenal player what have your uh, influences been in guitar playing and your music manship overall so uh, like i have i have two other bands and one of them is a proper 
progressive metal band and one of them is an alternate blues right. rock band so like yeah i like in the last 5 6 years i just discovered music and every genre of music to have something for me to learn which i you know which it's just like any genre like even hip hop or rap or trap music any kind of music you learn something or the other in some way like it can be production it can be sound just can be anything small things you learn from every genre so i would say right now like all genres like for me genres i cannot really say like this or that but it's more about being a complete musician and for that like metal is also a big influence of my life because i started out as a thrash metal guitarist but then later i branched out into this in the last 5 6 years but like overall i would say like yeah like it's been the same as she says like we started out with the same bands like metallica lamb of god gujira i would say like gujira is one of the bands which i really love a lot like there's just something about gujira which i don't know just something some definitely man i can definitely re- relate a lot yeah, like every album of there is just i've never heard a bad song there is there can never be a bad song from gujira or lamb of god i can say that for sure there can definitely. never be a bad song like metallica mm-hmm. has produced some bad songs in the past but like even megadeth has yeah. for that matter so does anthrax slayer but there are some bands who are just definitely pristine yeah definitely i can relate to that heavily but it's in- interesting talking about how you don't mind other genres because at least in the metal fan community i wouldn't necessarily say the metal uh, bands community but the fan community who are the fans of metal bands they are quite toxic sometimes they're quite you know uh, gatekeepers about how you need to have good taste in music to even let, uh, listen to metal and other genres are trash totally but i like that you have the approach that you get to learn everything from all genres it's we great we used to be like that i would say but <laughs> i used to be like that right life <laughs> and you know all other genres suck <laughs> but then i realized ki, like yeah. that is part that is that is i think metal that is what is metal like when you when i first when any one of right. you i think first heard metal it was like wow what is this this is some yeah it's liberating i mean yeah it's definitely so so uh, sankalp i i see you very quiet the entire time please tell us about yourself how bass i mean i'm a bass player personally so i'm very excited to know about what your influences are i mean uh, so for as a as a bass player my first influence was uh, jacob astorius like i'm really influenced by him then snarky puppy yes michael lee you know yes so then when i started listening to metal then yeah. i was really influ- influenced by orion right behemoth so <laughs> then slayer tomara yes these are my big influences definitely so as a, as a bass player right right definitely great to know great to know so uh, have you been performing uh, these songs live already for a lot of audiences in your uh, in vadodara yeah. yeah uh, we performed just uh, i performed last year only <laughs> right 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 so uh, how's the reception been for you all how how's the reception for the singles and the songs you have been playing outside been i mean it's always a exciting feeling to know what's going on to the people's mind when they're listening to your songs so how did you feel was the reception it was actually uh, like uh, nice uh, to listen to people and say you know because they would come up to us and say that's sounding well so since uh, since we have been playing the whole set um in the last 
show that we did we played the whole set um, i think we left out one song uh, but but um, on the on a general note like uh, people seem to enjoy it and uh, we seem definitely enjoyed uh, while playing because um, that is something that uh, has been constant over the years that we have enjoyed ourselves selves on stage so like yeah i think and i think that is uh, more important that we enjoy on the stage definitely because then right. then we can transfer that's that energy that's absolutely true then we can transfer that energy to people otherwise it's it's not definitely. not that easy yeah and and it and it shows that you'll enjoy yourselves a lot sri samarth is an amazing performer even in the videos for uh, the two singles like it's amazing everyone's enjoying this it's just great i guess it also depends on how good the audiences are in your videos the audiences are quite into the performance head banging their way completely and it's awesome what all cities do you all do you have have you all performed at except what other of course jaipur delhi so, yeah we have done i mean jaipur is like our second home to be honest uh, we have performed so much there um, right. we performed bombay once and uh, i think ahmedabad right yeah that is it i mean main our main place has been vadodara and jaipur to be very honest we have played right. I think we have played Jaipur more than we have played Baroda. It it seems as of now. <laughs> right, yeah. It's interesting. You know, so I'm from Pune, and I've been uh, going to shows in our uh, scene for uh, almost five years now. But I have absolutely no idea about the scene in Baroda. Please, and like, are there any other bands you would like us to check out from your scene? Because it seems to be quite a thriving scene. Yeah, like four five bands. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, yeah, go on, Akshay. I think there is this band Sulphur Snow, which is like a Hindi prog rock rock music, which is really good. They are really like good people and good friends of ours also. And then there's this band called Tailored Heaven, which is a progressive proper progressive metal band. And then there's this singer songwriter called Shashwat Bulusu. Uh, then there's this instrumental three piece band called Malakar Experience, which is also a good band. Like uh, so, there are like four five bands in Baroda which are really you know good. and which have come up in the last 5 6 years and i would say most of these bands have performed at plugin which is the event which shri and rishab curated like 7 8 years ago and it's still been going on yeah so like they are good bands you should you should check them out like if you want we can like you know yeah to check these bands out that's yeah. pretty cool so uh, how does the you know how do you all how the show system works in whatever i mean because in pune mumbai there are event organizers known as the, like this oml this other stuff like that but with a scene i mean in gujarat honestly speaking it's a state uh, you know it's a dry state basically right so here in pune and in mumbai bands thrive on how many members they can bring into uh, their live shows so the bar or so the club sells so how does that the economy work with you all in vadodara uh that is an issue actually here uh, the whole gig scenario i mean there are venues it's not like that there are no venues as such i mean some people would tell you that there are no venues but but then at the end of the day that uh, it all depends on how we uh, as a as a local scene i mean we'll come down we'll sit down and we'll try to chalk out a gig 
that is how it works here basically so uh, me and uh, i mean back in the days in i think in 2003 late 2013 uh, flood of mutiny started this event called plugin which happens annually i mean and this was the seventh a uh, plugin which happened recently right before this uh, whole covid uh, lockdown and everything uh, and uh, so we'll basically go around the city and hunt down the venues i mean like the disco kind of an area i mean a venue or maybe they, if there's a nice spot inside a, inside the garden or parks local parks government parks something like that so we'll book that and we'll get the sound and everything and all those sort of things i mean that is how it works and uh, the sponsorship is another issue because nobody is interested in why would anybody interest uh, take interest in hosting a metal show is kind of the the scenario here i mean since the since vadodara is a cultural city just like pune uh, everybody is into the classical kind of a thing or the folk kind of the thing and uh, sort of bollywood as well but and then there is no uh, support to rock and roll kind of culture or the metal kind of a culture but then what we do is we'll just save up uh, our own money for plugin and then we'll either this time like we did uh, this time out we did a crowdfunding kind of an event and uh, it worked out really good really good and uh, the whole production and everything was really good as well so the venues are such as so we did a we, the the recent gig was in a in an art gallery so we actually right. talked to the guys there and rented out the art gallery and that is where we set up the gig and all other than that right. that is the that is the normal venues what we use for the gigs right man i mean it's commendable that you all take so much interest in the scene to develop a community around your interests without there being a lot of payout because at least in pune and mumbai there are venues that pay but here you all are uh, uh hosting the shows and playing there to grow your community i mean it's really really commendable and i think think you're spearheading the movement quite well to be honest it's great it's it's oh thank you it's man. because it's like we have grown with that scene you know so me and shri uh, we used to learn from the same teacher and uh, his, so his name is magnus robert and he would do a lot of shows so he would ticket the shows but he would do a lot of shows because he wanted to play and uh, that is what we have grown with grown up with so we have seen him uh, do things so i have learned a lot of things from him uh, have learned uh, how the how to manage stuff of them how to manage people and what to do what not to do um so a lot of uh, this actually branch out from what we have learned from him because uh, ever since like especially when i started when i started playing here uh, i was in 8 uh, when i came to baroda so um, and right after i met him uh, within a year or so uh, we formed product mutiny like by the time i was in 9 so at, at that time we we didn't know that uh, you know you will have to go out and you know manage a gig we never thought of it that way that way but we saw him doing it right because he was our teacher he has he had his own uh, band he had his songs so he would do it like for him and for his students back then but eventually uh, eventually he moved out um, and the local uh, you know battle of band events uh, even they really stopped happening most of them 
so like now there is just one um, happening which is um, msu uh, university so msu university's uh, battle of bandigans so only that is happening right now i think uh, the the one that used to happen at malls they have stopped so now you don't really have a place to play so initially it was about like you would go to these uh, competitions and you would play there right but uh, eventually all these things stopped like we never had uh, you know uh, we did not have that stage anymore so like with plugin it's it's our initiative that basically shree's initiative that since he founded it um like uh, giving a stage to the bands who have come come up in the scene recently because they need a stage everybody needs a stage to start with and uh, and it's it's i think it's going very well because we have seen a lot of players um, start with plugin we have seen dune heart start with plugin um right so rushikesh uh, when he initially had come to baroda so i think the first gig that he played was uh, plugin one and um, so even taylor even they started with plugin shashwat as um, akshay said even he started with plugin um we always have been connected with plugin so we have had that you know uh, growing um, audience as well so i think i think uh, it works very well and since we have seen those days when you had to go to the you know uh, battle of bands area pay money to play your own songs uh, since we have seen that i think uh, plugin comes as a very good alternative to the scene and as a Uh, you know, um, good support to the senior sir. Because now the community is in touch. Right, right. I mean, this model also seems to be a lot more sustainable for upcoming talent uh, than the commercial scene. To be honest, I mean, I get it. Like, y'all not having uh, great sponsors or event organizers is a harm that you don't have that amount of reach or something like that. but at least to at least to my ears or to what i can uh, imagine from your uh, from what you just said it seems as if it's a quite a supporting community and i think that's a great thing because even if a thing like battle of bands gives people a good platform i have seen like seen people be so envious so jealous about other bands for no reason where whereas like music is art in a sense it's not a competition anyways so i mean I like how self-sustainable your models are. It's great, actually. It's pretty, pretty fascinating to think about. Yeah, I mean that is how we have structured it to cater to the. So it basically works two way. It's it's also helping the people to know that this kind of genre exists. So because they'll be bringing other friends of their own who had come to previous. I mean to any of the previous gigs. so that is one way of uh, uh, getting into the scene and trying to. Uh, i mean uh, cater to the new audience and at the same time we'll have uh, new bands who will get stage and gain confidence and sort of go on to make their own albums or eps or whatever they want to do so it is working uh, really good in both the ways actually so that is what we are happy for i mean about and um, i mean about the whole scene here at the same time it has i mean i have uh, seen it grow since 2009 i mean there are better bands in terms of better music and better instrumental abilities at the same time and people are also like 
taking a lot of interest now to know about the band like for example you are now doing a podcast or maybe some other person has started to uh, i mean you know take go and get an interview of this band or that band or uh, and all those kind of new initiatives are so good that uh, i mean people really get to know what bands are doing exactly i mean we are not just hanging out in the jam room and just going and uh, playing our music i mean it takes a long process that people are now interested in knowing about at the same time so that whole kind of a kind of an evolution has happened now in baroda so like, so that is what i'm trying to say that this whole i mean the decade has come really good for the local scene yeah uh do you all have sister uh, cities that have a thriving scene such as surat or some ahmedabad ahmedabad does have a really good scene i mean back in the days it was better but today uh, as compared to baroda they're kind of kind of off uh, but there is a really good band called heat singh which is just come out from ahmedabad and uh, there is always there's yeah it's like a blues jazz quartet i suppose there are four guys and uh, there's always been a band called immortal knights from ahmedabad which is like a prog metal kind of a band and i think they've been going on for more than 15 years or so it's an old band uh, and yeah and there are many solo artists who come come out of come out of uh, ahmedabad who are exceptional exceptional definitely definitely so i mean there to be honest with our population india's population that is this exceptional talent all over the place i mean yeah. there are next level players you see on instagram every day in competition every day why do you think is india not propelling into the international scene i mean it's it's mind boggling sometimes why our our musicians don't get that amount of exposure what do you think is the reason for that think there's a long way for us to go as musicians to where the others are i'll be honest we are still not quite there yet when it comes to music if you see the bands outside they start at a level which we take 3 or 4 years to come to so i think that that difference is that difference really makes a lot like there are there are exceptions obviously there are exceptions like in india there will be a band which goes like viral internationally but that has been a problem here that it takes us kind of some time to figure out everything and because there is no set process like there is no proper system of operation like this is what you have to do to get this everyone is just like it's a shot in the dark if it works it works and considerable to that thing i think we have less opportunities here to hit the target if you're shooting in the dark whereas there are more opportunities to hit the target when you're shooting in the dark over there so that, these small differences they are the ones which actually you know like the gig scene over there like there is there is a gated entry system over there which works out for every band and it's 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 a really nice system which not many people adhere to here and there are not many venues here like that but whereas there you go in every city there would be at least two or one venue where you can perform so small things like this i think is what makes us you know coming up there but not quite there yet i just feel like that's it mm-hmm. I mean, as musicians, yeah, the quality of musicians, I just feel like, like for example, like you see, right, Sri Sankalp is going to college. Sri is an archaeologist. He's doing his PhD. Rishabh is working in Bangalore right now. So, there, people who do music, I have seen, felt they do music full time, and that is the only way to do it there. Otherwise, it's it's really you cannot you cannot be doing two jobs at one day. Because like I have a couple of friends 
who are musicians here and they went there and they said the same thing ki like if you want to do music here you need to do it full time because the people around there take it like a job and some we cannot take it like a job because it cannot be sustainable for us right right like do you think this do you think this is a problem that the indian uh, family usually has how i mean is it the expectations of our relatives and our parents that uh, you know makes us kind of uh, reluctant to commit to this whole time do you all believe that were you all parents supportive above about all of this yeah yeah, yeah absolutely very much, very much. because very they have much, seen yeah. us play right so they have seen us grow over the years so like uh, and they've also seen the dedication that we have put in and yeah. and we have made no compromise and as such in that so they are really supportive about it definitely that's great that is the first yeah that's the first step definitely i mean having supportive parents for this sorts a lot of things out yes i mean and also what i think is um, since you've asked about the a whole uh, uh, indian bands reaching out to the international audiences i think right at, at the same time uh, international audience also expects uh, a band coming out of india uh, like an exotic country to to have that kind of an indian touch to it but whereas we don't want to do it right I mean, uh, to, not to name but then everybody knows about bloody wood but you see what they've done is they've put in the indian instruments like a, a flute or something like that and they they yes. got they got their chance and uh, but at the same time if you look at uh, uh, let's say bands like uh, zignema demonic resurrection or cryptos uh, uh, yeah. and all those bands they stuck to what they wanted to do and then that is how they got out and that that is how they they they're like touring internationally i mean for example cryptos right. they've they've i think toured with uh, Exodus Testament Death Angel I mean one of the or probably the biggest thrash metal bands ever right I think some somewhere down the line uh, what I think is it's better to stick with what you want to do and then just just grind and work hard to get out there and uh, right the other thing at the same time is that bands really do not know what is the next step how to how to get above from where we are right now so for right. that we also need to sort out a lot of things and reach the right person to take the next step like a label or a pr agency or some kind of a promoter or a touring agent or some some sort of thing right up so how do you how do you suggest like a budding musician reach out to their audience i mean uh, i myself am a songwriter i have my own project known as road trip to andromeda i write psychedelic rock songs and that's niche that extreme niche and i don't think your situation is any different extreme metal is quite niche so how do you go about finding your audience in a pool of what's like a lot of music and a lot of different tastes put out the music there like people will somehow get across i guess because we have platforms like you know apple music spotify deezer and stuff which get to when lot of people use these like if you see the demographics and i think every if you're a musician i think your goal should be to put out original content every year is a difficult thing but regularly like you need to keep on regularly putting out your own content and that is the only way to i think you know make it otherwise it's easy to get lost amongst the sea of musicians you know you need to be relevant to be in people's minds and to stay relevant you need to come out with new content 
so that is the only way that i think is the right way to do it organic way to do it that would help you in the long term more than just right now right i mean uh, being being a uh, you know a, a person that does most of my everything like i write bass i write drums i write guitar i and even produce it so uh, do you all think the process gets easier when there's a complete band do you think there's a better creative minds that come together to make a better product or uh, do you all think even a single you know just one man bands can reach a level that high what do you all think i mean sure they can reach that level that high but is it yeah. really uh, you know viable in india as you say that we need to do a job anyways we can't do this full time it's just not viable in india So, what do you think about that? Is having a band a better option if you want to make music? If if you are talking about creativity and if you want perspective, definitely having more numbers like in a band gives you that different perspective. But that does not mean that you can't uh, do it alone. So you have we have seen bands. We have seen Pliny, um, for instance. So right, he tours with people, right? But he does all this stuff on his own. so uh but then again he is creative on his own part right so uh being a creative if you are if you are working and uh, on something but you want to explore more want to have more perspective definitely having a band is a good thing if you want perspective external perspective to change and like create something which is freshly new but that should not limit you from creating something on your own it's, it's not it's not something that uh, if you don't have a band you can't do it right if you if you know how to then you can it's, it's just how you do it is upon you right definitely makes sense totally talking about uh, direction and perspectives what direction are you taking flood of mutiny next i mean what want to, do you do you all want to explore personally with your subsequent releases because i mean you how long has it been have you completed uh, this uh, album coming out on the 13th we had it was completely done uh, i think in january maybe late feb around then i mean we had finished tracking and everything and we had just uh, left the studio for mix master and all those technical things and uh, since then we actually were planning to uh, get a get out on the road and uh, make a tour possible at least three cities kind of a leg at at once uh, but then obviously we all know what happened so that was the basic idea i mean so me coming from an old school kind of a thinking and old school uh, heavy metal lover i just love to be out there and uh, let people know that this is what we are playing and i think that is the best way of approaching new audiences is to just go out on the tour and um, uh, enjoy playing your thing so that is how i like to connect with people so that was the idea i mean post release but which couldn't happen and uh, we have actually postponed it to 2021 let's see what happens then but then at the same time i think by the end of 2021 we'll get into the studio again and start recording the uh, second album at the same time second album would be good thrash a bit more mixture of all the metal lighting to answer so yeah that, that's what i wanted to know uh, so are you are going to branch out on your uh, 
writing styles as well it's obviously going to be darker i mean darker than right. this album that is for sure yeah. i mean what we have written as of now i mean we we do have ideas for it and we are still working and building on to uh like we have around uh, 10 to 12 different kind of ideas uh, chalked out for us and we'll be obviously reducing it to the finest and uh, they are i i mean obviously everybody wants their album to be faster louder heavier and all sort of things but uh, to be really honest it will be a bit more darker in the sense that it's more black metalish towards the black metal kind of an area even lyrically at the same time but yeah it won't be the fastest album because we down the line are thinking uh it's not the best thing to always play fast 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 because we just want to just take it down a bit and then make it more black and uh, that is what we are i mean trying to figure out how will we do it i mean that is where we are right now with our ideas yeah makes sense so uh, i believe talking to you and talking to rishab akshay sankal for a long time you all seem to uh, be more on the music manship uh, you know side of things than the technicality signs of side of things or is it the opposite what would you consider for yourself important while making music or while playing music i mean right. we all are technically i would say like like i wouldn't say we are masters but i'd say we are somewhere in between of semi professionals or semi amateur somewhere between there because we have spent quite some time developing that side of our aspect too like for example rishab covers animals as leaders and even i can cover animals as leaders and shri also has played some periphery songs and you know it's like it's not like don't explore the technicality because as an individual you need to grow that part but when it comes to songwriting i don't think anyone consciously uses that to write songs it's just more about the flow you, you when you write a riff you just feel that you take in that riff you see how it feels and then you go on from that you don't think okay now i'm playing this notes or this scale so what scale should i play next i don't think anyone i don't think that's a good way of writing music because you lose a feel part a certain human touch to it it becomes very mechanical i feel so it's not really i don't know people have different opinions obviously but i feel it's not a good way to write music being technical too much it's like more or less like uh what comes naturally to us i think that is how we are writing i mean that is how we wrote the present album and that is what will carry forward again and again till we i mean <laughs> i don't know till whatever right definitely makes sense makes sense so i mean uh, have you all got to get together post this lockdown or all are you all in different cities still now in a different city right but rishab sankal yeah. and we are in uh, baroda uh, and uh, akshay is in bombay right now. right right all right so you all have uh, work at those places or uh, how many of you all are still students and how many of you all are still working sankal is just 17 right oh <laughs> <laughs> damn <laughs> that's quite a van that's great that's amazing cool man yeah. right guys i'd say thank you for coming on it's been great talking to you all you all you all seem to be quite the introspective and quite the uh, you know matured kind of musicians and it's been obviously great talking to you all thank you for coming on and uh, i'd like to wish you all all the best for your album i'm pretty excited for it so you'll be hearing from me 
whenever i listen to the album as soon as possible so all the best for your album guys thanks man thank you good also. to be here thank you for having me nice to talk to you i and i hope to see you all soon again during before the next release oh for sure yeah <laughs> definitely <laughs> yeah we would love to be here yeah so guys that was flood of mutiny for you all i had an amazing time talking to them i hope you all enjoyed the episode and had an amazing time listening to us talk please let us know what you think about the episode do not forget to subscribe to us on youtube and spotify follow us on instagram for daily updates for the next episodes and some more content and please be good to each other have a great day see you next time bye bye